So get this, a blonde and a brunette walk into a bar, bathroom, and become best friends and start a podcast. Hey, what's up? I'm Ashley Volrath. I'm Jenny Valier. And you're listening to Miss Independence. No! What does SSO login require? What the frick is that? Season two. Season two. Not because we planned it. Starting off strong. (laughs) I think we have to explain to everyone, we're considering... All episodes right now, season two, because all of our lives kind of got put on hold with a pandemic and a lot of stuff went down. So we wanted to catch everyone up on our lives. And I'm pretty sure more exciting things happened in Ashley's life than mine. But if you want to kind of start Mm -hmm. and share (laughs) since March, what have you been up to? Was was March one of our last, our latest episodes, I think? Pretty sure. No, it was June. Yes, yeah, yeah. so June was the last time we recorded. But... I looked the other day. I was like, oh, gosh. I know. In May, I went on a cruise, um, and I was working for the Batar Institute doing their social media um, and just marketing stuff. So uh, I went on a cruise, and that week, everything hit the wall. Everything was just crazy. Um I remember watching the news while I was on the cruise ship and it was like, um, different Mm -hmm. cruise lines are shooting, shutting down. And, uh, and then we were all freaking out like, Oh crap, are we going to be quarantined on a cruise ship for two to three weeks slash maybe a month because we can't get into a port. (laughs) But thankfully that didn't happen. We got off the cruise and, um, I came home and the Batars uh, told me, hey, you're going to need to quarantine, which is smart, obviously. Um, and quarantine turned into you're going to work from home until further notice, uh, just because everyone was working from home at that point. The transition started happening. And, um, and then after that, I believe two months later, um, I was informed that, hey, your hours are going to be reduced. So um, thank goodness I had a good friend who uh, works for a company called Kerasoft. And she mentioned, hey, uh, I have a position on the marketing team that I'm sure you'd make a great fit for. Do you want to um, send in your information and your resume? I did so. And I was hired a week later. Um, And then I started doing freelance social media management on the side, and I still work part-time for the Batars. Um, and I am graduating in December with my master's. Thank the Lord <laughs> that will be done. Um, I um, also recently got engaged, I believe, August. Yay! August, I believe, we got engaged. Yep, very exciting. And we just took home a new puppy, a cute little golden doodle and she is crazy some days um it's only been a week <laughs> and i know i i'm probably gonna get some backlash for this but um some days i'm like oh gosh why why did i sign up to bring home such a energizer buddy but um <laughs> you know it's it's been all in fun and she's so adorable also uh about two two weeks ago i uh had my first symptoms of COVID. Um, So I tested positive a week later, and I have been in 
quarantine for now, it'll be um, 19 days. So um, it's been crazy, uh, very difficult because with the brand new puppy, it's, it's like a big attraction to bring your dog outside. Everyone wants to pet it. So it's, it's kind of been uh, interesting trying to keep people away and um, so we've had to really quarantine ourselves and thankfully recently we've, we've been able to, to head back outside obviously with a mask and whatnot but um, yeah it's been it's been an interesting 2020 to say the least how has everything been going with you oh my gosh well first of all after I say how everything's been going for me, we need to circle back and talk all about your engagement how it happened and all that and also what it was like to have COVID and so much, so many questions that I have for you. But thinking back to when the pandemic started in March, there were a lot of furloughs that eventually turned into layoffs at our company. And I took on two full-time positions at once. Well, I had mine and then I took on another one. So I was working two full-time positions and it was very stressful um, but I just tried to stay positive through it all because I kept telling myself, well, at least I have a job. But also, it was kind of toxic for me because I didn't have, I, I didn't feel like I could vent to anyone because I, I felt very selfish and greedy. I didn't want to say, oh my gosh, I'm so stressed out. You know, I've had so much work on my plate and someone reply back with, well, at least you have a job. So I just held so much in during that time and it was very unhealthy for me and I was trying to stay grateful through it all. But I think it's safe to say that everyone deserves to vent about this pandemic and what's been going on in their lives. And I don't think that we should have to compare our stories to one another. So that's something that I tried learning and um, things have gotten a lot better since. And I think that we're all learning how to I I hate this because it's overused, but we're learning how to navigate this new normal. But so much has happened during it all. I mean, with everyone's lives. We also, in Cedar Rapids, which is a city I lived in during this pandemic, had a derecho, which I had never even heard of such a thing until I think it was August. Yeah. So exciting news was that Aaron, my fiance, and I bought a house in July. We moved in like July third, the day before 4th of July, we were on cloud nine, excited, you know, it's a big accomplishment. And then like a month later, we have this giant storm and what they call it is a derecho, but they're basically inland hurricanes. So imagine the hurricane like winds coming through your community, which isn't set up to experience hurricanes because mostly those Southern states, the houses are set up and they have enough warning that they can board up, you know, windows and all that, and they can kind of prepare for a hurricane. Well, we didn't. We, we found out about 45 minutes before this thing was coming that it was coming. So many trees were uprooted, like the entire giant trees. Ashley, I know that you had talked about there was like some bad wind in your home state and that trees were coming out of the ground. And that happened to every single tree in the city, like nearly every single tree uprooted. And it was the most insane thing I'd ever seen. It felt like we were going through a tornado at the time. Like I remember running to the basement with my dog, BB and Aaron's just upstairs, like yelling, like there was a fence there. Goes, and he's just like shouting, like there goes the shed. And I'm panicking because he's narrating everything that's going on. And I'm freaking out. Like I'm expecting to walk upstairs and literally see outside 
like all of our walls down and all that from the way he was commentating the entire thing. And I go upstairs and the whole city is wiped out of power. We didn't have power for 10 days and we were living in like 90 degree heat because it was summertime. People didn't have power for like three weeks. It was insane because uh, power lines were down. They were so damaged. It was it was just like the, the scariest and worst thing to ever have to go through during a freaking pandemic when there's already a shortage on like toilet paper and getting items just for everyday living was really hard. Like Aaron and I were living off of gas station food. We had to drive 45 minutes to get cell phone reception because cell phone towers were down. And so we we had to drive 45 minutes just to get gas. It was just the craziest thing I'd ever went through. So that was kind of like my big <laughs> 2020 experience. Um, other than oh I know, <laughs> other than those things, like the highlight of this year has been buying a house and then recently getting to see you because we both drove. Well, I drove to Memphis and you flew, and we reunited there for the Miss USA pageant to support our fellow pageant sisters. So that was really exciting. But honestly, other than that, there hasn't been a whole lot of exciting things happening. I mean, we're saying that not a lot of exciting. I mean, guess staying home. I work from home now, which let me tell you guys, it is spectacular. (laughs) My mom would be pulling her eyes because she's like, you are a part of that younger generation that doesn't feel like they have to go into work. And I'm like, mom, (laughs) if you got to experience work from home, you you understand how wonderful it is. but Right, mom, if you got to stay in sweats and get your job done, you would love this. Trust me. <laughs> right. right. I, we were going to do a Zoom today um, for this episode, and I texted Jenny. I was like, oh, no, we sure aren't doing a Zoom because I did not get anything ready today. So um, I think while we're all, like, sitting at home, it feels like time is passing and we're not doing anything. But in reality, I feel like I have – been so productive this year um and for you i mean you bought a house you are moving you know in the in the direction of getting married and um with planning and everything so i think that while we we have a lot of time to process what's going on um maybe we think we don't have a lot of things going on but i feel like this year has been both really bad in some ways but also just very eye-opening and there's been a lot of good that has come from it as well well and that's what I love about you is you're always a very positive person and you're good at finding the positives in things where looking back now I guess there's things that I can find that I can really cherish this year and I think this can be the same for you is spending more time with your significant other because you and I are always busy. We've been so busy. I couldn't I couldn't even remember the last time I was able to sit down and watch a TV show. Like that's how crazy busy we keep ourselves and like every weekend I'd always be hosting something or working or doing some event. And so this year has although it's been hard for me to be lazy or I guess like unbooked with a ton of things going on. It's really helped Aaron and I's relationship because we've been able to spend some quality time together. And I'm sure Devin has appreciated that with you as well. Also, since I had my first symptoms of COVID, um, Devin and I have been in the house nonstop. He um, works for the government, so they're really strict on, um, you know, policy of COVID. Uh, So he's been at home since 
I even flew. He told them, hey, Ashley's going to be on a plane. And they said, okay, well, you're going to have to pretty much sequester yourself until she gets back and doesn't have any symptoms. So it was quite a surprise when I got back and had some symptoms. And so now we're going on uh, three weeks at home together nonstop. So. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay. Good. Okay. Tell us what it was like. I mean, did you have as extreme of symptoms as they come or what was it like? It's almost shameful to talk about it sometimes because it is a pandemic and we're supposed to be um, keeping everyone safe. But yeah, the experience of COVID was uh, not a fun one. Like I mentioned, you were with me on my very first symptom, which was an excruciating headache. I honestly, I'm looking back on that weekend and again, I don't like to I mean, I get, you be the judge of this, but I don't really like to complain. Um, and it was Oh, yeah. Really- You're a tough biatch is what I would yeah. call you. Like, you definitely do not express yeah. when you're in pain very well. Like, yeah, I was literally in a knee brace. Like, I had had surgery two weeks previously from a meniscus surgery. Like, I... <laughs> Let me just say that Ashley freshly had knee surgery and was hobbling around like a champ without her crutches, like the whole trip and like minimal (laughs) complaining. And like to the point where I would forget she even had a knee brace. So I'd feel bad. Like, oh yeah, we have Ashley (laughs) because you were that quiet about it. Yeah. So first, actually, now that I'm thinking about it, I had those awful muscle cramps and I do normally get muscle cramps cramps, but um, they say with COVID, you're extremely dehydrated and your muscles are just very fatigued. So I'm, I'm going to correlate that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also I had just an excruciating headache. The headache was, I, I, I never have experienced something like this before. Um, I remember looking at you and I, again, shouldn't joke about this, but I looked at you and I was like, Jenny, I think I have the COVID. At the time I was just like, okay, just chill because you're going to scare people. <laughs> I know. Well, just a disclaimer. Um, everyone got tested. No one came back positive except for me. So that's a positive. Which I don't um, know how because it- we slept like I was spooning Ashley the entire time. But I also um, did quarantine uh, after I got yeah. back just for safety measures. Yep. And you drove there as well. So there, like we, we did take the, the proper precautions. But I'm very thankful that everyone tested uh, negative. That's good. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But I've also seen like the timeline of you could have caught COVID two weeks before your first symptom. So that was actually really good because I was quarantined for two weeks working from home before I left for the trip. So Right. That's why I didn't think you got COVID from that trip. I think you got it before that trip because usually – it does take a, a little bit of time for symptoms to show up. So I thought it, it was too soon for you to have caught it on right. this trip because we had just gotten there the day before you started showing your first symptoms. Yeah. And that would make sense for why none of us got it because we all did the same things. And so I feel like you got yeah. it from somewhere else. Yeah. I and, and like I said, I was quarantined. I was working from home. I didn't go and I had knee surgery. So I wasn't at the gym. I was quarantined for two weeks. Um, we eat at home pretty much every every meal mm-hmm. um so i i was really trying to rack my brain i was thinking oh well i did have knee surgery you know mm-hmm. like maybe that put me in a situation so 
it's it's so interesting too once you find out you have it you start you're like oh gosh i have to come up with a reason of where i got it um or people are going to be disappointed in me or um i have to like know all the facts and that's also another thing that's so scary about the pandemic is you can you can get it from walking down the street um while the the odds are very not likely but um you can get it from being in your car and getting starbucks or you just don't know so, yeah. And I feel like people, scary. people also feel the pressure to have to recollect where they were in case they came in contact with someone. So it's like, oh my God, I got to retrace my footsteps the yeah. last 14 days. Like yeah. I don't even remember what I ate for lunch yesterday. And like, you got to think back 14 days of everything you did. I know. I know. You don't really know what to, what to use as fact. So right. but you asked me how, what other symptoms I had, um, like I said, I had the headache. And then um, once I got back home, we thank goodness it was just a short little trip because I, I made my way home. And um, fast forward a few days later, it's Friday at this point, and I start developing a sore throat and um, a cough. And I'm like, okay, this isn't normal. And to be honest, I just thought it was a cold. Um, after I travel, I'm sure you could probably yeah. attest to the after you travel for like a little short weekend I usually feel like crap yeah uh, for like two to three days after I get back so I'm thinking oh this is just the typical I feel like crap um travel thing that happens but I want to go get tested just in case so then I, I tested I tested positive obviously and then I had to reschedule my travel plans which was for the best obviously yeah um but yeah, it was it was an interesting dynamic. And I know right now with the pandemic going on, if it just feels like a headache, go get tested. If it feels like you have a cold, go get tested. And if you have been in contact with anyone, or if you just are going to be in a large gathering of some sort or around older or immune compromised people, go get tested. You did the right thing by going to get tested because I think a lot of people can be embarrassed or maybe they don't want to shoot down their pride and so they just don't and that's not exactly. the right mindset exactly also um after i got tested i tested positive i made sure to text every person that i had come in contact with and Susie evans the miss virginia usa that we went to go um watch compete at miss usa texted back and she was like oh my goodness i am so thankful that you decided to message everyone because her father's at home with a critical um, health situation at the mm -hmm. moment. And if she had COVID and introduced it into her home, that could have been life or death for her father. So um, you really have to take into account that, yeah, maybe you don't think something's going on, but what if that person goes and visits their grandparents this holiday season and introduces it to them so yeah. just really be conscious and and don't be embarrassed I know when I when I had to text everyone I was I was really embarrassed but everyone took that risk everyone was there it could have been anyone in that group and no one was like oh my god really we were just all like thank you we'll go get tested you know <laughs> Thanks for letting Low key, us know. You're thinking, gosh, I hate her. Why did we invite her? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Talking about more positive things, I want to ask about your engagement and how Devin did it and if you expected it or if you knew it was going on at all. For those of you that know Devin, it'll be surprising because um, he is a very low-key person. He does not warrant a lot of attention. Um, he's, even though he's super tall and 
very handsome. He is surprisingly very to himself. And for a while, we, we had obviously talked about it. I think that most couples who have been in a relationship for an extended period of time, we've been together for about three years now. So, or more than three years, we're almost going on four now. So, but we had discussed it and he would bring up things like, Hey, uh, what kind of ring are you interested in? So I can't sit here and say he picked out the dr- the ring of my dreams because I kind of, I kind of helped <laughs> him a little bit. I would send him like pictures on Instagram. I would just like forward him a picture and he'd be like, Oh yeah. In your dreams, are- <laughs> you are not getting a 10 carat diamond. I'm like, Oh shoot. Okay. <laughs> so, so I guess he did okay with, um, you know, a few carrots less than the 10 carrots. I sent him. <laughs> I'm kidding. He got the ring and we went to New Hampshire in August. So we drove up to New Hampshire. It's about a seven hour drive from where we're living now mm-hmm. in Maryland. And we were there for about a week and there was this place in Maine, which is, if you know, New Hampshire, it's, it's like 15 minutes from where he lives in New Hampshire. So it's right across the border. Um, it's called Nubble. I'm not sure if I'm ever saying it correctly because <laughs> he always corrects me when I say it, but Nubble Lighthouse. Uh, it's absolutely stunning. It was one of the places he took me when I first went to his house and visited his, his family. Uh, and I just fell in love. And he told me that we were going to go have dinner and to dress nice. We were going to go get a nice dinner at this hotel on Nubble Lighthouse, which I was like, wow, you're going to a nice restaurant, aren't we? Where, what are we doing tonight? I, I didn't know we were balling like this. But <laughs> obviously, wasn't what we weren't going for that reason. I got all dressed up. Thank goodness. And um, he had a photographer stocked out in the rock area um and you asked if i expected it yes and no just because yes i had been kind of like showing him what rings i liked or we, we had talked about it previously so i knew it wasn't just some random thing that was happening but um i didn't know it was happening at that moment we pulled up and i had these heels on and the rocks were like it wasn't rocks they were boulders it was like mountain <laughs> He was like, come on, let's go down these rocks. And oddly enough, no one was on this like really populated, normally populated area. Everyone was like standing at the top. And I was like, I'm not crawling down there in this dress. If I fall, I have heels on. He's like, okay, take your heels off. We'll walk down there. I'm thinking like, no, I'm not taking, I I sat there. I fought with him. People were like staring at me because I was like, no, I'm not taking the heels off. I'm not walking down there. (laughs) Because this dress is going to fly up me walking down the rocks. He said, Ashley, take your shoes off. I was like, okay, all right, I'll take them off. I guess something, he's really passionate about this. So take the stinking heels off and put them behind a bush. And I'm like, okay, so that's weird. Um, thinking like, well, this would be a great place to propose. And I crawled down the freaking rocks and I, I did, I, I did show everyone my butt um, going down the rocks. <clears throat> Get down to the end of the rocks and he, he proposed and there's like, Five million people looking down on us from the top of the rocks, <laughs> clapping and cheering for us. He ended up kneeling in a, a puddle <laughs> and the, the camera person pops out and starts clicking away. Thank goodness he hired someone that was really sweet. And so, yeah, that's, that's 
that's really the story. <laughs> that is an incredible story. I did not know that detail. Like that's the best kind of proposal that you could have is having like a mini argument before the proposal because it's just so real. <laughs> it's like oh. that's how real life is. I know. Well, also, um, I, I find this point of the story pretty funny too, just because I didn't really know about it until after the fact. But he didn't even tell his parents that he was engage- going to engage to me. Like, oh. he didn't even tell when we showed up. He didn't tell them. He told his mom 10 minutes before he walked out the door. He, His mom was like, what are you, what's going on? Why are you acting so weird? I was upstairs changing or getting ready or something. And he was like, oh, I don't know. I don't know. And he like pulls out the bo- huge box from his pocket <laughs> ring and his mom just starts crying like a nice happy tears <laughs> let me clarify that <laughs> crying because she <laughs> is pissed <laughs> <laughs> so mad <laughs> um so she starts crying and she's still crying and i come down the stairs and she like his he's like get it together like pull your stuff together you're gonna give it away so she's like can i take a picture of you guys and i'm like what in the world is going on right now why why is she crying or, you know what, what's going on so we go out in front of that the house and take a, a picture like we're going to prom or something <laughs> before we go to dinner. And I was like, um, okay. I, I mean, like, it was sweet just because they don't take a lot of uh, pictures like like we do, obviously. So I'm thinking, oh, no, she just wants to take a picture. Um, but now that now that I, like, reprocessed the whole story, I'm like, that's really kind of sweet and funny. <laughs> that is amazing. <laughs> Meanwhile, we're driving away, and his mom is filling in his, his dad because he had no clue. His dad's like, oh. Well, congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> they, just, they just have no clue before we even show up. So I think that's kind of funny, but enough about me. What about you? Let's talk about your wedding. My wedding. <laughs> Honestly, not a lot has been going on. I, at this point, am still planning on having my wedding go as normal, but I obviously also have to be realistic and think, because I'm that person that thinks of what happens if worst comes to worst and I need to have a plan B and that part is terrifying. For the ceremony itself, I'm not worried about because it's an outdoor wedding, very small group. So it's a micro wedding and I'm not worried about that. The reception back here in Iowa is what I'm concerned about. And I haven't been told anything yet and I, I don't know what The situation will be next July, but it would be heartbreaking to me because I've seen brides and grooms go through it so far this year with having to postpone their wedding until next year or just having a small wedding in their backyard and doing it for real and then planning on having a reception later. And I know what they say, like, it should be about your love and shouldn't matter what the reception looks like. And I'm like, no. I do care because this is what I've been dreaming of my entire life and I want it to be how I dreamt it, you know, and I don't care if that makes me sound, I guess, tone deaf because I'm like, I want my wedding and I don't care if I have to postpone it for another two years. I want my wedding to be what I'd always dreamed of it being because I just don't want to look back and be like, gosh, I really would have loved to have that reception with the DJ and have all the dancing going on. And so that's how I'm going to handle that. I mean, Aaron's the kind of guy that's on board for whatever. So he's just like, he wants me to do whatever makes me happy. And that's what I love about him is he's just so go with the flow that I'm still going to plan on it happening this July. But if worse comes to worse, I would probably just postpone instead of 
do a half-ass reception that I didn't feel passionate about. I know, but I'm so thrilled to go to Hawaii and celebrate you. And also, Devin and I have um, never gone by ourselves. We've we've gone to the Caribbean and whatnot with my family um, on vacation, but we've never gone by ourselves somewhere and just traveled. So this will be really exciting. But you do learn a lot about each other's travel habits. Oh my gosh. Um, I brought home these noodles yesterday and I cooked them. Like, do you need to look at the instructions to cook noodles? Please tell me, Jenny, do you? Personally, no. Yeah, no. Put them in water for 15 minutes. You wait until it's boiling. Okay, so Devin, Devin is such an engineer, just very, very, um, <laughs> like, uh, listens to every instruction, make sure he's following it to a T, which I, some things I really admire about him. One one of those things includes dog training because I would just be a wreck about that. But yeah, I, I boiled the freaking noodles and he's like, you don't know how long you've put these in here for? And I was like, no, but it's been in there for around 10 minutes. So, so when it's when the noodle is no longer hard, that's when you know. <laughs> so, so this is something that I'm anticipating being an interesting dynamic because I've traveled quite a bit. Uh, I studied abroad, like I've, I've gone places and he is a very like punctual slash has an itinerary, follows every direction type of guy. So maybe we'll balance each other out. I don't know. It'll be an interesting situation. So at least you'll get to experience it with us. Jenny. I know you're gonna you're gonna arrive in Hawaii. Oh, Jenny, get me a drink. <laughs> I know exactly, exactly. Well, once we're there, I don't think it'll be much of an issue. But um, I know it's it's figuring out the details of flying and whatnot because um, he's, he's gonna be even, like, we need to be at gate four H by twelve thirty two. Jenny, you're joking, but minimum of two hours if not he wants to be there three hours before the gate and you know <laughs> the gates don't even allow you in there like you, four hours is the maximum amount of amount of time you're allowed to be <laughs> in the gate before a flight unless it's international and I'm like dude I'm not sitting in there for two and a half hours twiddling my thumbs I just can't <laughs> no my my only my biggest pet peeve about Aaron when we travel is he goes shopping at the airport um, (laughs) and like spends all this outrageous amount of money. And I'm like, Aaron, we're going to be (laughs) at our destination where you can do all the shopping you want. So the last trip we went on was to North Carolina and we hadn't even left the Cedar Rapids airport and he already had bought stuff from the Cedar Rapids airport. And I'm like, are you kidding me? You just <laughs> paid $7 for a water. I'm like, our flight is literally 45 minutes to the next place. He just gets so excited to travel and he's like, oh, I need a souvenir from this airport. And we've <laughs> had a layover in Tennessee and he's like, oh, I want to go see if they have any like Titans stuff. And I'm like, you're not even a Titans fan. Why would you need that? <laughs> have you ever been to the Dubai airport no but I can oh. imagine like okay he should not go there <laughs> I, I know okay should, because bring him to the Louis Vuitton store and tell in, him it's in like his specific... <laughs> okay in his defense like yeah when I'm traveling internationally and I have like okay so when I went to Thailand and a layover in Tokyo yeah I'm gonna get stuff in Tokyo because that's, that's just great. a place I'll never probably be able to go to again but when you're in freaking like <laughs> on your way to North Carolina and you're shopping in the Nashville airport. <laughs> it's just funny. <laughs> I love it. I love it. 
Like, we probably do quirky things that they low-key hate love about us, but... (laughs) I'm trying to think of what, like, with my travel habits, what would be annoying to him. I couldn't even think... I'm just so perfect. I couldn't even think of something. (laughs) Right. Exactly. Driving, that's another story. He's a terrible driver, and he probably thinks the same about me, so... I think he... I mean, the only thing he'd really say he hates about my travel is just how lackadaisical I am about everything like I knock on wood I've never missed a flight except for I think when my mom was like dropping me off when I was like 13 and that's my um, my mom's fault but (laughs) I'm I'm pretty good at figuring it out so (laughs) but you still need to show up three hours in advance okay (laughs) right right I personally I feel like an hour and 30 to an hour and 45 minutes will do just fine but I did find out the, the hard way on my flight to Colorado a few months ago with my mom that your bag does have to be checked in 45 minutes before the flight takes off so fun fact for everyone I did find that out the hard way as well and I had to I missed it by five minutes and I had to stand there and watch my plane take off because they wouldn't let me check in because I was checking in too late because they had already sold my seat so I was livid okay same thing the exact same thing me and my mom walk up to the gate and it's not it's it's legit 45 minutes on the dot the lady looks at us and she was she was being a grump and she looked at us and was like um ma'am I'm not gonna get all this paperwork submitted before 45 minutes is up and I was like you just stop talking right now and get it all set like what are you doing she pretty much she cut it off she's like it, even if it's one minute past, it charges us. We get fee- fined for it. And I was like, oh, my gosh. That really tested me, you know? Oh, I think gosh. God was really testing me that day. But I, I handled it with so much grace. And to be, and actually, we ended up getting on a flight that was 10 minutes later, the next flight. But we actually got into the airport earlier. So... <laughs> Yeah, that worked out. And I feel like that has to be one of the most difficult jobs, like to work at a gate of an airport, because they have to deal with some terrible people. They must not care anymore, because they're just like, you know, I've dealt with the crappiest people ever. So I do have respect for them. They probably are just like, it's molded into their minds to just go through the motions and be like, sorry, you're too late. And they don't care like that you're crying because you can't go on your flight. (laughs) They're just like, I've had it. Like, they get, like, screamed at and yelled at all the time. And I really feel bad about it. But, like, I've probably been one of those people that has screamed or yelled at someone. And, I, you know, I apologize. (laughs) Maybe that's karma. That's karma for, like, being an awful once in a while. But Ashley is issuing her public apology right now. If she (laughs) has ever crossed you as an airport uh, worker, um, please note it wasn't intentional. Right, exactly. Um, I have had a few situations where the the person at the gate will say like, hey, your flight's been canceled or whatever it is. And I will just hysterically start crying. Like at an airport, there's no stopping me. I will get my flight. I will get on a flight somewhere to go some to go home. I will be going home that night. And if it takes me hysterically crying in front of a large group of people, I will do it. So. <laughs> and on that note... <laughs> She's flying tomorrow, or when do you leave? Karma is such a bitch. I do. I fly tomorrow. And also, before all of you haters say something about me not quarantining, I have been 
following the CDC guidelines, I am now officially 18 days since my first symptom, 19 days, sorry, and I feel fabulous. So um, I will be wearing my mask and washing my hands often, but I should not be contagious and I'm allowed to fly. So kindly hop off this podcast if you're going to judge me. So. <laughs> so that means you are spending Thanksgiving not with Devin, right? Yeah, it's so sad. It's so stinking sad. He was going to go to New Hampshire for Thanksgiving and I was going to go. I'm actually working. So it's not even anything really exciting. I, I will say I did just book a photo shoot for myself while I'm there, but that'll be the fun part of the trip. But I'm doing hair and makeup and I'm excited because I'm doing hair and makeup for people that I really like. And I, I love being there for them while they're doing their pageant and whatnot. But um, it does stink that I don't get to be with family, but it also is good that I'm not around older people and yeah. <clears throat> especially Devin, just because he, we would be good. We would obviously be going to Thanksgiving as a couple. Mm-hmm. Um, and he tested negative both times, but it's just still kind of scary. You're like, did you test positive like two weeks before me or yeah. what's going on with you? So it'll be fun. I'm going for work. And wish you were going though, Jenny. <laughs> I do. I know. I wish I was too. What are you doing for Thanksgiving? Normally, I have had so many people in my family, like ex-step families and just um, people that have been like an aunt to me. So we would usually go on a Thanksgiving crawl every year because I have like 700 Thanksgivings to attend. And so it'd just be like a rush kind of, okay, I'll have a bite here. And then let's go to the next one. We've got to hurry and have a bite here. And so we'd literally go to three Thanksgivings in one day. And um, I'm a little relieved that we don't have to do that. Cause I feel like every year is panic mode, just trying to get to places in time by the time the Thanksgiving starts. And so this year is just really laid back with his parents. And I guess I am learning how to cook a turkey because his mom says, we're waking up early on Thanksgiving morning and I'm going to teach you how to make a turkey. Because if you don't know this about me, I am the worst cook ever. So I kind of chuckled when you said, do you need to follow a recipe to boil noodles? And that I do have down, but I do have to follow recipes because I have literally lit a pan on fire. That's how bad I am at cooking. And like, I just don't think it's for me. I have tried so much. I just tried to make a crock pot meal the other day because I've been trying to learn how to make crock pot recipes and tried to make this delicious looking cheesy chicken pasta and it came out looking like cat vomit and Aaron didn't even eat any. And he was like trying to nicely say like, oh, I'm not hungry. And I was like, oh, no worries. I'll just I'll just put it in the fridge and you can eat it for leftovers. Never freaking ate it. So clearly that was just an excuse. <laughs> <laughs> and he's trying not to be rude because he knows that I work hard to try and learn how to cook, but it's, it just doesn't work out for me. So um, pray for me as I try to learn with his mom how to cook a turkey. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, at least yours is not from a lack of effort. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. I actually try really hard. People will joke around and say things like, oh, my gosh, you can do it all. Is there anything you're bad at? And I'm like, yes, cooking. <laughs> like. <laughs> you have no, you have no idea like I'm really good well, at cleaning cooking just go grab some pizza for the night because it's not right. happening <laughs> oh my gosh thank goodness Devin is a is a cook he's he's pretty good so but um we had Thanksgiving dinner tonight and his mom um, actually ordered us Boston Market Thanksgiving so it was pretty oh. good 
Um, yeah. So we don't have a Boston market, but it sounds fancy. Is that? No, no, no. It's like, it's like a fast food home style. Um, they usually do like rotisserie chicken, but they're obviously doing turkey and, and uh, all the fixin' stuff. So I will have to that, try this when I come out for your wedding. It's really not that exciting, but um, <laughs> I'll be at the Boston market as y'all are eating gourmet dinner. <laughs> they, well, when you're in Boston, you need to try like lobster and things like that. Yeah, you know, I've okay, I've never had a lobster roll. Okay, so we did schedule our wedding for August 2022. So in two years, you'll get your hands on a lobster roll. I will be eating the lobster roll. I can't wait. Well, I'm so glad that we got to chat and catch people back up on our lives, even though we're like not as interesting. <laughs> even though um, this year was a shit show. <laughs> <laughs> Even though we just talked about planes and COVID and whatever the <laughs> heck else we talked about. I don't know. Is anyone going to find this interesting? Who knows? But <laughs> if you made it this far, then yes. <laughs> then congratulations. <laughs> we should like tell people if they made it to the very end of this podcast, then please reach out and let me know. <laughs> we and have a special giveaway. I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll Venmo you $5. Go get yourself a Starbucks. But no, if they made it this far, we will um, mail them a Miss Independence t-shirt. Do, do we even have those? No. Uh, let's, let's like, we should get t-shirts made with just our faces on them. <laughs> like bubble heads of our faces. Okay, we'll, we'll work on that. We'll, actually, you know what would be really good? Just Venmo request us. Don't say anything. Just send yep. us a $5 Venmo request. I'm canceling you. Well, hey, thanks for hanging out with us. If you enjoyed our podcast, we would love to have you back. Yeah, feel free to subscribe and give us your review. Hoping for five stars. Join us next time. And thanks for listening.